Welcome in from the vet, because the vet is telling you to loosen up the buttons on your purse, get your card out, and pay to fix up this flea bag that you've just brought in here. <laughs> yeah, shit. Mikey, good to see you as always, mate. Probably off the back of some of the most engaged content either of us have put up. Wow. Man, it caused some drama, eh? This is a trigger alert. I'm almost too scared to talk about this one. Yeah? Yeah. And the messages. Kind of, it's kind of like talking about other people's kids, I think. It's very, I guess it's offensive to people because mm. you're directly attacking the decisions that they've made. Well, you are. I'm not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. so, sorry, I am. Yeah. yeah. You're usually in the defense camp for yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? Let's, let's can... give people the context, sorry, firstly. So I put up a story some time ago and I said, If you are complaining about the cost of living, let me just repeat that bit because I think people miss this bit. If you are complaining about the cost of living, perhaps having a pet right now, it's not the season to have a pet right now. Yeah, yeah. It's not the season to have a pet right now. If you are complaining about the cost of living, people miss the first bit and they're like, do not fucking tell me that I shouldn't have a cat. I think I commented and I was like, lie. (laughs) Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you are a big pussy man, yeah. so. Yeah. But you've had some run-ins with the puss recently. Oh, man. So, for context, I've got two cats, right, that, that we own. Um, there's another one at, at our house that's owned by another person, but two that we own and care for and pay for and all that stuff. And one of them most recently, the little orange fucker, that's, he's he's orange and cheeky, so his name's Donald Trump. So yeah. he's Donnie. And, um, like, we got him... And I th- I'd like to say it was around March or something, maybe April. And uh, yeah, man, it, they are expensive, eh? Like full stray. So this thing's a mongrel, right? Like it's come out of, it was not in good condition. It was all bloated, had worms, fleas, like everything you can think of. And I was just lying on the bed one afternoon, dozing off, and Taylor walks in with this kid in her arms, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, we've already got one of these. Jeep. So, yeah, and I just thought, like, the reality of, of it is, is you're right. Oh, my God, what? Yeah, and because they are pricey. Um, and to, for me, I'm okay with it. But you have to be realistic about what it costs, and a cat is cheaper than a dog generally. Um, so I thought I'd come in and I, I sat down the other day and went through my bank accounts <laughs> and worked out what these this little fuckers cost already, you know? Yeah. And she's over five grand a year to have this guy. Really? Yeah. So uh, after tax income. Yep, yep. Yep. So, I mean, the setup for him, once we got him, because he was a bit damaged and, you know, everything, the vet bills totaled to about 1300 after injections, you know, getting chirped, getting his nuts cut off so he can't go and make more of these little buggers, um, all of this stuff, making sure that he's, you know, good to go as a pet. And then you've got, you know, depending on how, what sort of eating regime, you know, these days you fucking, just like humans, you got to be on paleo and all this bullshit. <laughs> paleo puss. Yeah, so <laughs> he eats like raw meat, which comes from a place where they specialise in it. Um, that's $71 a week. So that's actually for two cats, but basically that's what it costs to feed them. Look, I'm just looking at Luke's eyes and he's like, what the fuck? I'll just tell you where my brain went. <laughs> I'm like, who's making the money here? Yeah. If you've started a business knowing that there is a 
enough demand of people who want paleo puss meat or whatever it is. Like you've worked out that there's enough profit in there to run a store to sell to people who are going to feed their puss this paleo diet. The best thing is, shout shout out to Raw Essentials. They're the people that, that specialise in it, and there's I think there's multiple locations, but it's genius, man. It's like offal and stuff, so it's like offcuts of what what we won't eat, mm. and it's really good for them. So it's like it's so genius. Um, I I would shout out to them. It's a great business. Or essentials. Yeah. Nz. Yeah. Uh, use discount code Mikey's Puss for four <laughs> percent off yeah, your I next wish. overpriced um, raw meat. Um, but yeah, so. Like and there's all this other stuff that you don't think about. So this is probably just like having a kid, but not on that scale. So mm. like you get this kitten, and then like you're like, oh, where's it gonna shit? Like you can't let it outside yet because it's got an injection that they told the vet told you you can't. So you got to go buy a kitty litter and a, a box for it, and that runs out after fucking two days because it's shit in it, and then you got to go fill it up again, and that's, you know, all of that stuff's a few hundred dollars just to get it through like potty training. Yeah, good. <laughs> um. And, you know, then if you love and care about it, you want them to have, like, a cat tower and toys and, like, our one's got bouncy balls that it plays with and carries around in its mouth and a little laser that it chases around the room and all this shit. So that's another fucking $300. Um, and then it's got its own bed, and even that, that doesn't matter because it sleeps on the bed. So fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's good in theory. So, yeah. you know, if we add up all of the setup costs and then the weekly cost of food... This little guy cost me about five thousand four hundred and forty-one dollars a year. Jeepers! Recurring will be about three thousand six hundred. Okay, I love how you've done yeah. the math. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So five four—that's probably eight k of income for most people pre-tax. Yeah. of their incomes, eight k. Yeah, if you're caring for your puss to the level that you are. Now that sounds like an extravagant level of looking after a puss, but hey, <laughs> each to their own. Yeah, yeah, that's cheap for me because Taylor's very happy with them and she cares about them a lot. Oh, that's I, good. I like them too, but yeah. it's very—it's a very good thing for Taylor to have. <laughs> and that's obviously the other side of the discussion, right? Is how much benefit, joy, and love these uh, furry pets bring to our lives. Same with dogs, man. Like, you know, I could be flying to Christchurch, back up, working on the weekends, absolutely hammered, just full noise. And then come home and like the first thing is like they run up to you and like rub around your legs and yeah. same as dogs, you know, dogs will come up and they're like, they don't care about how you're feeling. They're like, oh cool, I love you. Unconditional love, they call it. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how to put a price on that. Um, and I think if you go without that from, like if you don't have pets and you're making a choice not to have them f- because of financial reasons, um, that's the sacrifice you're making if you don't do if you don't have them mm. because you can, it's pretty hard to get that from anywhere else apart from maybe a kid um there's no way they'll hate you at some stage guaranteed. yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah i think it's a for me personally it's a cheap price to pay but also it's pretty dumb if you don't do the math in advance um you know if if you're going to take like i imagine a dog would be 10 grand a year probably mm. and you know that's this is not including if anything goes wrong yeah you know, if something goes wrong and you didn't have, oh, you can include pet insurance in here as well, which can be like fifty a month or something. I wrote that down to ask about because I don't have pets now. I don't know enough about this, but I feel like I've watched this change. Where years ago, people would talk about pet insurance being a scam, mm. and 
like stay far away, it's a money-making thing. Now I get messages all the time like, thank God for pet insurance. Oh, it's such a good thing. I've just noticed this massive... Swing, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't gone and looked at, okay, what do you actually get for pet insurance? Um, you know, those those sorts of things to, you know, when does it become worth it? Just like any insurance, right? You're paying to decrease in risk yeah. in the future. Yeah, you know, like I've had um, catch-ups with other pet owners, mate, you know, in the little groups that you have. Yeah. And uh, with dogs and stuff like that and if they end up with you know I know a guy who had his dog like the back of him got clipped by a car and needed surgery and his hips and everything and you know it ended up being four and a half grand Mm. and the insurance did cover that I mean you pay in excess and stuff but if you get whacked with a four and a half grand bill when you're not expecting it you know that's half a year's cost for the dog just to live so you know that's why the that's why it exists and Unfortunately, they're just like humans, eh? They fucking end up with cancer and shitting problems and yeah. special diets and like arthritis. I feel like we make half the shit up, but uh, you know, there's they've they've got you because they know just like your kid how you'll make sure that it's got a comfy pram, not a shitter. Mm. Just like it's got a nice a nice mattress and blankets, not shit stuff. Yeah, that we just like bend over for them, and it's, it's playing on us. I think with a topic like this. People listen to it and they they go instantly to defense mode. Like some people, mm. you know, some people can see the message, and some people are like, "Well, a, like, yeah, that's right. Maybe it's not the season for me to be doing that." But then they they have to justify like why it is. Mm. And so I get this message like, "You know, you're completely missing the point of having a pet. It's around helping neurodivergent people or something." And I'm like, "God, I have to fucking Google is there research to back up the fact." that pets help neurodivergent people. I bet they probably haven't even done that too, but like they would have justified <laughs> it already that, that they do. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I don't care. I'm not going to tell you how to live, I'm, but people consume content these days and they go instantly into like, this is, yeah, this piece of content might not even be made for you. Like maybe you need a pet, then this has got nothing to do with you. Mm. Literally it's saying uh, if you're struggling with the cost of living and it's just prompting you to be thinking about the choices that you're going to make and then to get practical, but people get so triggered. Um, Or people sneakily message me and they're like, replace that, post it back up and replace it with kids. I'm like, there's fucking absolutely no way. I'm I'm like, why don't you do that? Why don't you do that? Um, But I think like the way I would look at it is... Much like we talk about, with, with this this is a major financial transaction. A hundred dollars a week, man. Minimum. Yeah. So, yeah. like, do the numbers before committing to it. Know what you're getting yourself into. Look at the intangible pieces too. Some people will say, like, oh, it forces me to go for a walk every day. It's great for me. Okay, well, that's really good. Mm. But like, what you're saying is, well, if you want to be brutally honest with yourself, is one thing that you don't have the willpower to exercise yourself. Yep. So you need a pet to do that. Okay. What happens when the pet's not there? So, yep, you could use that as your reason to have a pet. Cool. But imagine what your life could be like if you had enough willpower to go and do, you know, that. Then I get a message, some people have different levels of willpower than other. I'm like, okay, God's sake. Like, I don't know everything in the world. Like, I don't know fucking, like, everything. I am not chat GPT. Okay. So I'm like, okay, for those people, this is completely wrong. Ignore that. You should have had your dog. Yep, sorry. Like, I've deleted it now. You can't, like, you can't win. <laughs> individually we have to make decisions and be like okay 
is this a good idea for me right now? Yeah. Or maybe I'll delay the gratification of getting myself a nice couple of pussies or a doggy, <laughs> and I'm going to wait until like this. I've built up. Because you effectively, for a pet, much like a human, you need a fucking emergency fund. A lot of people can't even build up their own emergency fund. They're like, then I'm going to go get a pet or a dog. It'll make the kids so happy. Mm. Well, Jesus. Mm. You're probably going to need a fourth fund. You've got two kids as well. You need an emergency <laughs> fund for both of them, plus yes. the pet now too. I think for a, for a pet, you have to... Like, this is how I think. I'm like, um, you know, what's the return on investment? Which sounds weird, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But it's going to cost me, like, I knew what what these cats would cost me and did it anyway. Um, but four, five and a half grand a year or whatever, on average, what, it, what it's going to cost, some more, sometimes less. But uh, for me, that's okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It brings up enough joy and happiness, and you know we like having them round and stuff. You, you could that it pays for it. Yeah, that could be ten thousand a year, and you still would be in the same. You would just be like, okay, it doesn't matter. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. What about if I ask you this? Okay, say you were in year one of building out uh, Mikey's new life, getting into the mortgage space. Yeah. Could you stomach spending six k a year? Would that be the season to spend five grand a year on a puss? No. So this actually happened. So yeah. um, Taylor wanted pets for so long yeah and i delayed it and delayed it and delayed it and says no 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 and this is like actually what happened yeah nice um day day one of starting out i was like nope not mm. a chance i've got shit that i need to focus on yeah and the living situation isn't right like all of these things it's unfair because i can't give it you know afford to give it what it needs and all that kind of shit um but then eventually i had to change my mind mm. and you know, say that, okay, there's no actual reason now why we can't afford it and have it and all this kind of stuff. So I didn't plan on having two of the fuckers. But <laughs> <laughs> or them costing 5G a year. Yeah. yeah, or needing the paleo yeah. meat or whatever yeah. it is. But 100%, man, it was not a good idea, and I'm happy that I didn't do it when I was starting out. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we're not calling it irresponsible if you do do it. I think that's why people get so triggered because they're like, fuck, I don't, you know, maybe have all my finances in order and, yeah, what are we, you know. But you don't want to think like that because you, f- you feel triggered. But I reckon the part of this is, to ask yourself, like, why do I have a pet? Or why do you make the financial decisions that you make? Because I hear people say, oh, um, you know, unconditional love for a dog. Completely get that. Imagine unconditionally loving yourself. Mm. Why don't we teach people about that? Like, is that even possible? What would that look like to do that? How could you be, get home each day, look in the mirror and be like, fucking oath. Like, mm. I'm so in love with myself and my life and shit. But we don't, we're like, no, 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 no. Just get a, get a pet so we don't have to try and, like, learn that. <laughs> yeah. That seems a bit too, that seems arrogant or it seems unrealistic or whatever, right? But I think there's a lot of, in society at the moment, and probably maybe over history, there's a lot of monkey see, monkey do. Mm. Oh, saw that family got one. Why can't we get one? We better do that too. Oh, they said it was great for their kids. And, and like everything... People, what they tell you, it's a highlight reel of all the good things. Yeah, that can all be true, mm. but you're only seeing one part of it, right? Did they tell you a story about the weekend where they couldn't get go away because they didn't have anyone to look after the dog and they didn't think about that when they got the dog, oh, for That's instance. me right now. We're trying to go to the Gold Coast for like 10 days near the end of this year and I'm like, fuck, Cattery's expensive. Yeah, Cattery, <laughs> good point. Yeah, so you, you go know? for a holiday and you need a hotel for your fucking self I don't even, and now your cat. I don't even like the idea of like having to organise someone to feed them. Yeah. You know, like having to make calls around to be like, oh, can you do this every night for two weeks mm. and every morning and give them a pat because they like that and like, fuck, it's draining. Yeah. The, the loss of freedom. So I think the part of like some of these pods and things 
the content that comes out from Keep the Change is designed to get you thinking. It's not it's not designed to get you to defend the choices you've made. Like, no telling you what to do. Yeah, we do not give a fuck. Like, this is a beautiful thing about yeah. life is you get to make those decisions and then you get to deal with the consequences. We all do. Another good example where this is not pet related is I was scootering home, mate, down Queen Street Thursday night. There were no cars. I couldn't believe it. I just got this run where there were no cars. I got to middle of Queen Street. There is a big, you know, you press the button, you wait to cross the road. <laughs> yeah, there are no cars in a whole block. Yeah. And I look back and I've come through the massive Queen Street intersection where everyone's crossing diagonally. And those mm. things go for about 40 seconds. So there's a 40 second window roughly that you can get through there before the cars start moving again. So I'm in between two blocks and I know, okay, if that one's gone, the next one's probably going to go too. You can tell I've gone down Queen Street a number of times. (laughs) There are people standing on both sides of Queen Street to cross the road waiting for the buzzer to go. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just cross the road. There are no cars. There's nothing coming. But you are so... Conditioned. Yeah. And monkey see, monkey do. As soon as you see the next person cross the road and just go, oh shit, there's no cars coming. I should cross. You'll be like, oh fuck, I just woke up. Oh my god, I should cross the should road. Should we check if that's legal? Well, that that's what I thought because then my brain went to my okay, maybe some of these people think it's illegal to do that. Yeah, I don't think it's illegal in New Zealand. No, I'm pretty sure we can cross the road wherever the fuck we want. Yeah, but like, look what the world has done to us. I know it's sad. It is. You, don't you, start me on rules, man. You're fuck. not even thinking for yourself. You're just like sleepwalking, mm. and then you're waiting for someone to tell you, yes, you can proceed to get to your destination. Not even checking if it's safe and clear. That yeah. is weird, eh? The, it's very weird to be like, this is a very safe environment to cross the road, but I better wait for someone to tell me anyway. There's no danger, i.e. there's cars coming. There's, they're not even in either of my periphery. There's a whole block where there's no cars, but I'll just stand here and wait. Till it goes, okay, you can cross now. If I got Queen Street's big intersection like that to myself and the RX-7, I'd swing donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, mate, that just whilst I'm on this, is that I went up to lunch twice this week, and this happened at the same intersection two days in a row. People waiting to cross, they wait for the green to go. Now, this is by New Zealand's, well, one of New Zealand's biggest ports. So people, the trucks are trying to get in there, etc. <clears throat> now... The, the green lights to cross across the street as a pedestrian give you a time allocation to go. And there's a red light for people turning left so that you can wait for the people to go. Mm-hmm. And then the red light goes, which basically means you can go. Luke can go in his car, he can turn left or whatever the car is, or the truck can go, it can carry on taking the transport. People are still crossing the road. And I'm thinking, far out. Like you're moving so slow in your life and so unaware that basically you were given a time allocation to get across the road and you're, you're only halfway across. Mm. Like literally, if you want, if the car wanted to or the truck, they could just turn. Sorry, mate, like none of the rules are, we can turn now. It says that we can turn now, but you don't because you're you're too nice and so you wait for and them. And you get in trouble. And they're looking on their phone and they're just like wandering. Yeah. And I, I this will be like weird people... People will be like, why the fuck is this guy going on this tangent? But honestly, <laughs> this is one of the ways that I have improved my life like massively that I've been able to look back on and notice that is so simple that I don't think people ever consider or get. And that is, if you know where you're going, you will fucking go at pace mm-hmm. because you know where you're going. You've got a clear direction so you're not dawdling. The amount of people at the moment that don't know where they're going and don't realise that and are standing there waiting to be told, I can cross the road. Or they are fucking dawdling across the road and they've got no awareness of the other people around them that there's a truck 
with cargo that wants to get on the motorway and take it to another city to fulfil somebody else's need for their toilet paper because it's had to come in from the port, for instance, and they're just like, oh, I'll just slowly walk across the road. It's not about you, but this sounds bad because it's like, well, you're now you're making it about you that you want to get on your way. Fuck who cares, yeah. But, but if you can start to find errors in your life where you're like, why am I fucking dawdling? You know, it's a it's a bit of a principle. It's more like, yeah, why am I fucking dawdling across the road? And why am I, like, waiting to cross? Something happened during COVID, mate, with... You think we've gotten worse? Yeah, yeah, like, being being told what to do via fear and all that. Because, man, like, I hit the motorway every day, right? And you, every day you get stuck behind someone doing 70 or 80k in the fucking fast lane. You can drive up their ass, you can flash your lights, they don't move. It's real weird. There's now like, get the fuck out of the fast lane, you dumb fuck. <laughs> We've got him going. <laughs> There's advertising but, from NZTA telling people to get out of the fast lane. They're running a campaign but saying, it used "Hey, to be, move." It used to be like I remember when I did my license, and it was like it's, it's the fast lane is there for overtaking, and if you're not using it for that, get out. I, I was scared to go on the fast lane when I first got up. Yeah, here. same. Like you were no, it was an, it was a known thing. Like it's road etiquette that if you're not using it correctly, you get out and move back over to the slow side. Yeah. And it's weird, man. It's like people have, I don't know, like, it's just fucking dumb. They've got no uh, no thought for others. Self-awareness. Self, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's odd. And, it, and then that's the same thing as, like, sitting at the lights, like, waiting for it to fucking go green to cross. Like, mm. there's nothing around. You're not in danger. Yeah, yeah. It's odd, man. It's real odd, and it's definitely changed a lot, I reckon. But I also, like, it's a massive opportunity because when you can start to see it in yourself or in other people, you realise like, ah, this is why I'm winning. Yeah, I overtake at 135 on the inside now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, here we go. This is going to get the second. Uh, can we get a request for Mikey's number plate uh, email to the keep the change inbox? I just think... It's, you're, you're right, though. Massive opportunity. Because like, if more and more people are sleepwalking through life and you're a go-getter, yeah. like, your market share can grow exponentially. Yep. 100%. Yeah. And um, it's a... It's a massive advantage, so while it's around like this, like eventually hard times will pass and it will get easier again and then people will, like be during that time, people will be forced to take notice and improve and will come out the other side and then it will be harder to compete again. But while yeah. it's here, man, take advantage of it. Yeah, and I think the beauty, like to those two little examples like that, it, how you do one thing is saying how you do one thing is how you do everything. And you'll be sleepwalking in other areas of your life. You'll be blasé. You'll just have no idea that this shit is happening. And you won't realise like, how much you're waiting for someone to give you instruction to, to do the thing that you want to do. Just so people know, Luke's partner Taz has told me that he can be quite annoying to walk, to walk with <laughs> because he walks at jogging pace. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. My sleep ring like tells me, have you been exercising when I'm just going for a walk? <laughs> yeah. But the thing... Like, I definitely, this is, I've inherited this from my dad. Like, he walks even faster than me. Really? Yeah. And it's, Should I'm like, mate, possible, mate. calm down. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, when you know where you're going, you can move faster. And I'll, I would encourage you to try and understand that principle and, and apply it to different areas of your life. Or just look at people who are moving at speed and be like, I wonder how they have that much confidence to do that. And the other way I talk about this as well is, you think about this yourself. If you... Like, could you sprint from the door in this building to the the window? Yep, like everybody could. You make it pitch black, gonna be scary to do it because you can't see where you're going. Yeah, you don't know yeah. where you're going, so naturally you slow down. Yeah. So this is, I think, when you understand this, you realize like, fuck, I can out compete people who don't know where they're going. Mm. 
And often when I see people in business, for instance, if you take it back to practicalities, when they don't know where they're going, they slow down and they start going down other avenues or they don't take the action and they don't know like why. And so then shit doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Then you work with a business owner who's got like a real clear direction of where they're going and they're just trying to get everything out of the way of being like, fuck, I just need to speed this thing up. Yeah. I just have to go. And I think the way to bring it back to what we're talking about here is that when you like know what you're going after, and it could be to build up an emergency fund, or it could be to build up some funds so that you can have your own home one day, or it could be to secure your financial future. You see a pet and you're like, I would love a puss, I would love a dog. I was around at bloody Brandon's house and he's got the new fucking Dutch dog that's just turned up in the country. <laughs> oh my God, it was so cute. And I, I put it on my Instagram and for the first time ever, I got eight people reply to me and I just, I've never felt like that before. I should get a dog. No, like it is a distraction. You don't need that. Like look at all those things that happened and go, okay, how could I not need that? Or how could I delay that? Or could I set that as a goal? If you know where you're going, those things that pop up into your life like a pet, you might go, this is not the season, but one day I want that, and that's completely fine as well. Mm. Uh, or you could decide like, no, I'm going to sacrifice other areas of my financial life to ensure that I can have this pet because it does heaps for me. Luke doesn't understand. Um, I'm this disorder or this term or whatever you want Mate, to. fuck, just because you've got a pet doesn't mean you've got a disorder out <laughs> You just keep going back to this. This is what people tell me, man. Okay. You, know, you don't understand. You don't understand. I've got this or my this. I'm like, okie dokie. That's called a guide dog. <laughs> yeah. Now what? Fuck with it. I'm like, yeah. okay. I, I didn't think about that. I'm really sorry. Yeah. No. Do, each to their own. Do your own thing. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Like my sort of view was like I delayed it and delayed it. And then eventually I was like, okay, I can I put my life into a position where I can probably afford one until I die. Hmm. Now I can have one. Yeah, nice. You know, like that's the sort of thinking I went down. But while I was in a certain season, nah, mm. remove temptation, no no instant gratification, delay it, and then pull the trigger when you're ready. And that's okay. Yeah, do the math. I guess just like any major financial transaction or decision, like do the math and think about how long. Because, you know, it's a responsibility too. Because someone then said, oh, well, you know, what, like when you've got a pet, what do you now do with it? You're just telling people to go to the vet and put it down. I'm like, I, that, the post does not say anywhere to go <laughs> to the vet and put it down. That's what you've, like, that's where your brain's gone. My mate Scotty, whenever I go to the vet, he's like, 20 years, Smithy! <laughs> He knows that I've got this little fucker for 20 years. Yeah. You know, and it's just like constant. Yeah, so think so, into the future as well. Yeah. But again... And I, oh, I'd hate to do the calculation on a kid. Oh my God, mate, don't. Yeah, don't. We'll get in so much trouble. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But also... um, you know, maybe you could look at, say you, say you like you're the sort of person who doesn't put money aside for their retirement or their Kiwi saving. You believe that that's a scam, and the government are going to take you. Like, or you've got all the reasons why you shouldn't have to save for your retirement. And what's fucking ten grand going to be worth in sixty four years anyway, etc. Yeah. Why don't you take what you spend on your pet a year and put it into a compounding calculator and see what that say what it's cost three grand. Yeah. yeah. See see what that um is each year. Be thirty <laughs> compounded yeah. over twenty years of having the puss or whatever it is, Better or chase down that bigger income, eh? Bingo, <laughs> you know. So, like, think about these things from a different angle. That is all this content is designed to do is to get you thinking about things differently. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, mate. So, please do not fucking message or email me with your sixty-two <laughs> reasons about why you do deserve the puss that you've got. It's okay. I love oh. it. I love cats too. Um, but yeah, good topic, mate. That is, yeah. I'm glad we've got it out of the way. 
It's almost like a counselling session, that one. Yeah, when the messages come in, oh. we can just reply with the link to the pod. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, well, loosen up your purse strings, people, and uh, get your cash out, because the vet, they want their cash. That's the thing I probably didn't... I had this written down here. Guess what? Vets make good coin. I wonder why. Yeah. Say what you gonna do to me. I ain't seen nothing to you.